0: What is going on? Not much, buddy. How's it going? It's been going. Just chilling and killing. Yeah, yeah. I saw that last night. Wait, wait, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't die. Uh, you yeah, yeah. jinxed uh-huh. me, you bastard. And that's all you did. Came on, and you fucking jinxed me. <laughs> that was some funny shit. <laughs> you know, that's true. Yeah, content. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So what's new?
1: Uh... Not much. Um, ooh, I did. I know we talked about my Mexico trip and everything I got and stuff, but I forgot to uh, show this guy off. I found at this little the Misfits Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. Ooh, special little uh, cover there on the back. It's got kind of a Freddy with uh, a couple different songs.
0: Yeah, I see that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Mad um, Monster raid, uh Mad Monster Party, party
1: yeah. Uh, Friday thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, and Laser Eye.
0: Laser. That, oh, that was
1: an L. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to see with the glare and everything. So, yeah, just wanted to kind of,
0: show that guy off a little bit. You know, hey, that's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I started watching this uh, anime on Netflix,
0: a anime earlier
1: today uh, called Vampire in the Garden.
0: I don't think I've seen that
1: one. I was just scrolling through Netflix just looking for something while I was eating my breakfast and I came across it and I was like, huh this looks good. Give her a try and it takes place uh, in the future and all humans are hiding behind. A wall from the vampires, like you know, there's their towns and cities are all walled off to keep them safe from the vampires. Yeah, uh, music has been banned. I don't hadn't gotten into why it's been banned. What is this, like
0: fucking footloose? <laughs> like,
1: that's right, the vampires are gonna come in, and kick go off your Sunday, Sunday shoes.
0: <laughs> Goddamn. Um,
1: the first little bit, I, I haven't even finished the whole first episode. I watched like Five ten minutes of it, then I had other stuff to go do. Uh, but what I saw of it, I really liked.
0: Okay, I'll th- I might have to check that out. I don't think I've seen that. It must be like fairly new. I- I'm guessing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I- or or it's just something I haven't heard of. I was also gonna tell you there's uh, there's a few other animes. I, I got I got some g- suggestions for you because they're more horror based. Okay. And okay. And I think that you would. You would appreciate that, them. That
1: would definitely be more my style. would be the horror-based ones, not... Uh,
0: oh, you? Oh, oh, I, mean, or, I,
1: I mean, I enjoy all the other animes, too, but the horror-based
0: really gets my attention. You know what gets my attention? Big anime titty bitches. Yeah, we know. That's, <laughs> that's what we gets know. my attention. You want to get me somewhere? Big titty anime <laughs> bitches. I know. It's like that song, Big Booty Bitches, Big Booty Bitches. I don't know how that actually goes, but... I don't know. You either. get the point. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I... Um, I did come across
1: a movie the other day. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Kane Hodder has a new movie out. Really? Yeah, it's called Toe. He's like a tow truck driver. <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> Um I haven't watched it yet or anything. Um, it looks good from what I can see of the the premise and everything, I haven't even watched the trailer for it yet. Oh, shit. Um, I will, give you just a second, and I will pull it up and tell you. Oh, the synopsis for it? uh, Twin sisters must confront their past when their attempted killer re-enters their lives. And of course, Kane plays the killer. I mean, he's got to, like, I mean, come on fair so yeah i just i came across it i haven't watched the trailer for it yet but it looks really good i mean it's King Hodder. I, there's not much he's been in that i've ever been like nah.
0: yeah this sucks <laughs> yeah no. you know i mean he's a he's a pretty badass actor he is yeah the first thing that popped in my head was like oh god it's gonna be one of those b movies where it's like a giant killer toe <laughs> and i was like oh fuck no t-o-w T-O-W. Yeah, like
1: tow truck.
0: Like tow mater. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Like that. <laughs> okay, I respect
1: so, it. looking forward
0: to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. That is going to be pretty kick-ass. I might have to check into that too.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Um, I do have something else to show you. Now, I know we don't usually talk about Loot Crate. Okay. But... This particular one fits with our theme and everything.
0: It's a new car. No, no,
1: uh, it's horror themed. Uh, Some of the stuff that you get in these box, in these loot crate boxes, aren't necessarily like the greatest. Some are good, some are not. Uh, So, like, one of the things you got was some uh, some socks. But they are, um, Dracula-themed. Oh, that's sick. So. Um.
0: Ooh, they're soft.
1: Also got, um, you know how Dracula has the, the old-school Dracula, has the necklace with the pendant on it? Yeah. Well, I've got a pin that's the pendant. Holy shit. Yeah. Um. I got a shirt here that uh, is pretty cool. It's Frankenstein.
0: Hey, a well, Frankenstein's
1: sick. monster that, to be accurate. To, to be so fair. many people just call him Frankenstein, but it's actually Frankenstein's monster. Um, so in there, that's a pretty cool. That is pretty picture. sick. Um, also came with these really cool, um. Like postcards. Ah! So um, one of them says, Meet the Monster of the Bavarian Alps. Okay. Um, cool. Visit the Horror of Transylvania.
0: Horror. Horror.
1: Okay. Um, Transylvania. So that one's Dracula. And this one, See the Beast of. Wolf. Len Welly. Wolf-man. Wolf man. Yes, the wolf-man. <laughs> okay, see? Okay. So. So pretty, pretty kick-ass. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, there's one more item in here that I know you... Me? ...are going to be in love with. I'm probably going to have to fight you to be able to keep it.
0: Fight me? Yeah. I swear to God, if it's a silver bullet... I... It
1: is not a silver bullet. Okay. It is from the Wolfman.
0: Is it the necklace?
1: It is not the necklace. Is it the... It it's is, the... You're... It is the cane, um, it's a drink spout. You put it on like alcoholic beverages or even like um, like the, the stuff used for making your drink there uh, on those bottles put it in you pour out of it. But it is the cane. Head.
0: Handle. Okay, well, you know, this has been a good episode. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> oh that's sexy. Can I take it out of the Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead take it out. It's it's pretty sweet. Oh shit. It's actually it's got some weight to it too. Yeah.
1: And it even has the little saying on the back that uh, even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright.
0: That's pretty sick.
1: That is really sick.
0: That is really, that is really
1: cool. Yes, I I knew you would love that. Yeah. So that uh, yeah, that came in this month's loot crate. I'm surprised um, that they did something
0: like that. That's usually cool. they do
1: like horror themed stuff in their fright crate.
0: Isn't that like towards like their Halloween? No, no, time? Fright
1: Crate is a bi-monthly crate, oh, bi-monthly okay. box, and it's all horror themed and, it, and all uh, you get different stuff in it and from different aspects of the horror genre. Um, so I was surprised that this regular, the regular Loot Crate,
0: was horror themed. That is fucking sick. I'm not going to lie, that's pretty badass. Yeah,
1: that that was pretty sweet. Uh, the only thing that pisses me off <laughs> is that they could have, like, foregone the fucking socks and gave us something creature-related.
0: Yeah, I know, then, what the
1: fuck? Then that would have been the ultimate box right there. Yeah, they have Because a... it would have had the top four guys. I'm sorry, the Mummy and the Invisible Man and... The Phantom of the Opera, they, to me, are not the top four. No, they're not. To me, the top four is Dracula, Wolfman, creature. Frankenstein's monster, and Creature. Like Those, those, those guys, are the top four. To me. Um, but generally, though, when you see Universal Studios stuff, a lot of it doesn't have the creature. Usually it's Phantom of the Opera or The
0: Mummy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I, I just, I don't. For those creatures, those characters.
0: Sorry if they're your favorite monsters, but if they are great for you, um, but <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I don't really care for them. I think they're they're crummy characters. I'd,
0: ra- I'd rather, I'd rather have, uh, rather have the creature.
1: Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that that was a really cool thing that came. Um, pre- I was excited as I was opening up the box and seeing more of it come out. At first, I saw the socks and I was like, Socks really,
0: socks.
1: But then I saw the shirt and the pin was under that and the, the postcards and then the the cane handle, drink spout. I was like, all right, that's fucking. Finally a box of ninety percent of it I like. Just the socks, like the socks are the only thing.
0: Socks like, grandma stop packing my shit in that box. Like
1: I mean, the pin I'll wear. I have a backpack that I have a bunch of different horror theme pins on it, so it'll go onto that. Um, really
0: cool. That is really badass. That is pretty kick ass. Yeah, I t- fucking actually pretty shocked about that, honestly. But it does suck for. I the was too. <laughs> but goddamn though, what a okay, hey, what a good start for today's episode. Right, that's pretty, right. Chuck
1: full of goodness and excitement and new movies and it's alcohol. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we have alcohol. It's right over there. Oh, I know. It's on the shelf. The The spout can go right onto it.
0: <laughs>
1: and then we can just be pouring shots while we're doing the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. A little extra kick in your coffee today. Hells to the yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Um,
1: I'm super excited for today. Um, I got some different stuff and like I like I said before I'm gonna start doing going across the US states state to state I like it and picking not just cryptids or ghosts I'm picking whatever like pops out like when I google that state and I'm looking for urban legends I'm looking for serial killers I'm looking for whatever falls within the horror realm for my stories so i might have cryptids and ghosts one episode and i might have a serial killer and a haunted bridge the next or yeah i feel it or even exorcisms i mean it's it's just gonna be different for each
0: state i i I like your different you know you're going different i'm just I'll be, I'll be, I'll be across the oceans, my dude. Lights.
1: Nice, nice. Well, you know, and I figured, like, we've done some stories. Like, we covered the Mothman. Yeah. Um, the Loveland Frog. Yes. From Ohio, for those who didn't know where he's from. Um, and we've talked about other cryptids and other ghost stories and stuff within, you know, without even, like, being organized i guess we just like oh yeah this is a good one this is a good one you know and they are really good but i decided you know to dig in to really like dig in and just see what each state has
0: no i like that idea because it just shows the difference in what people have as myths lore legend fucking haunted type stuff aliens everything
1: yeah it's all wrapped up um so I'm super excited for this.
0: I I am pretty excited. What's up? And uh,
1: this week's, or this episode, uh, we will be traveling to Florida. We're starting in Florida. And we're just gonna kinda make our way up that, that side of the U.S., then over and...
0: I like it. So... Are you gonna throw an alligator at me?
1: I might. I might throw an alligator at
0: you. You know someone did that, right? Yes. In Florida? In yeah. a drive-thru window? Yeah, it was a baby asshole. alligator. You know, just, Who the fuck does that, Florida? <laughs>
1: yeah, why, why would you throw your pet away like
0: that? I don't think it was a pet. I think it was just some
1: asshole just going,
0: where's my McNuggets?
1: Well, it would be my pet if I had one. If I caught a, an alligator, he'd be my pet. It would be throwing him at a fucking drive-thru window.
0: I feel like you'd I'd be... find rocks to do that with. Like... I feel like you just throw them at people in general.
1: No, oh, I'd have him on a leash and I'd take him everywhere with me, and I'd like figure out how to train him to have commands.
0: <laughs>
1: Hiss! And, like <laughs> get him, get <laughs> uh, a <him>, gator. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, I mean, yeah, the, the Florida people are fucking weird. They're fucking crazy. I mean, there, there, there's. Um, what is it Florida Man or whatever there's yeah. like that segment that pops up on is it a radio show or something or a YouTube channel I can't remember but where they like talk about the newest dumbest fucking thing somebody in Florida has done
0: it doesn't surprise me that uh, and some someone, of that
1: shit though you're like what the fuck
0: exactly it doesn't surprise me that someone made an, uh, an entire channel dedicated to retarded shit in Florida <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like, they, though, they could even branch out a little bit and every once in a while cover some stupid shit that happens
0: elsewhere. That's true, that's true. I, I feel like just, like, this week, you know, <laughs> our, our, our fucking, our lovely and, and, and most respected governor of Washington State. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Fuck. What stupid
0: yeah. shit did he do this
1: week? Or how about the old fucker who fell off the bicycle?
0: Which one was that? Or president? <laughs> sleepy Joe <laughs> <laughs>
1: fell asleep on the bike.
0: Fucking. I don't. Sleepy, I don't know. Sleepy boy. Um, or repeatedly fell down the stairs. <laughs> going up them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you fall upstairs. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen anybody <laughs> ever do that in my just, life. Just
1: the one person.
0: Just, oh, 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 oh. oh.
1: <laughs> His wizard brain couldn't. Comfy going upstairs.
0: <laughs> he reminds me of those fucking like the beginning of the "Help, I've fallen and I can't <laughs> yeah. get up" commercials, like fucking oh, life God. alert. Yeah,
1: the real life alert
0: buttons. Oh God. yeah. But I I feel like we're kind of missing something. I don't know exactly. Hey. Well, hello there. Random horror fact.
1: Yeah, so, um, as I said, we're going to Florida, and we, have you ever heard of the Devil's Chair? No. Well, strap in and hold on tight.
0: You bet your sweet bottom dollar.
1: We're gonna go to Florida (laughs) and talk about the Devil's Chair. The Devil's Chair is an urban legend. Um... The term doubles chair or haunted chair in folklore is frequently attached to a class of funerary or memorial sculpture common in the United States during the 19th century and often associated with legend tripping. 19th century graveyards sometimes included curved chairs for the comfort of visitors. In this function, The object was known as a mourning chair and cemeteries have since provided benches for similar purposes most often movable units of the type used in parks but also specimens in the tradition of the carved chairs um some carved chairs were probably not intended for use as anything but monuments while the money bench is still commercially available once The original purpose of these chairs fell out of fashion. Superstitions developed in association with the act of sitting in them. In a typical example, local young people dare one another to visit the site, most often near dark, at midnight, or in some specified night, such as Halloween or New Year's Eve. Variously, the stories suggest the person brave enough to sit in the chair at such a time may be punished for impudence. Or rewarded for
0: courage. So what you're saying is, is that I can get a I can get a special little treat um, for sitting in a chair?
1: Possibly, possibly. Um, now there wasn't a whole lot more to go on. That's why it's kind of short. Um, there, and looking into it and stuff. There's actually the same urban legend in multiple. States across the U.S. Really? Yes. So it's not a very specific to one to Florida. Um, it's just one of the things that came up when I was searching but looking I, at for stuff in Florida, and all the pictures were from that specific chair in Florida. I
0: was looking at some of those pictures though. Like uh, if you go back, okay. And I just, you know, I, I was trying to kind of glance on. They're fucking. Cute
1: huge yeah yeah it's a it's a huge chair
0: like God, it is big that looks like it could fit at least two people in it
1: (laughs) okay that one's from a different place sorry i recant that one picture is from a different that looks like asia different place but But the other two are the same that's pretty cool um yeah and it's just believed that you know you could be punished for sitting in the chair a demon or devil um, would come after you have you know, bad luck, you get a car crash, die, something like that. You know.
0: Yeah. We'll see about that. Um, I'm gonna sit in
1: it. <laughs> but it was an interesting little thing and uh, like I said, there there's several of them throughout the US and it's funny it's called the devil's chair but yet it's not necessarily de- the devil that comes after you. It's a, a devil.
0: devil, okay. A demon. So. So what you're saying is, Daddy Demon sitting in his chair, boner out, and you sit down and get a happy inside. Yeah, <laughs> your pu- Your punishment is just, uh, just trying to like fit on this chair, and it's just like you got a hole in your jeans after <laughs> that. Like. Just getting... Oh man, <laughs> sit on my lap, little boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I I um,
1: think I'm okay. So, yeah, that was an interesting one, I thought. Uh, the fact that it's all across, like, like I said, several states throughout the U.S. have what they consider a devil's chair and in some their cemetery. Too. And so, I'm sure other countries.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. That's and hard. so it made
1: it hard to like, find more stories of like somebody sat in it and this is the story of what happened after they said it it was really hard to find that Uh, there there some there was some out there but they were not from florida Hmm. they were from one of the other states so it it
0: made it hard when you're trying to keep it yeah all together well I, i i okay that's fair i you know Oh, maybe we should go check it out one of these days.
1: I would love to find one near us and go check
0: it out. Would you sit in it? Yeah. I'd probably sit in it. Too. I would. I do Give me minute another... I, I'm open-minded
1: I wouldn't say that I'm 100% superstitious. Um, I, I would say that I'm more open-minded because I believe... I definitely don't believe we're alone. On, not necessarily in the universe, on the Earth alone. I don't believe that we're alone. I believe that there are things that we can't see that are, like, possibly within a different spectrum that our eyes just don't pick up.
0: Yeah, that would be... Yeah, that's kind of creepy you to think about it. You know.
1: um. I, you, I, over the years, things have happened that are kind of, like, a little spooky that makes it hard to, like explain sometimes you know like like we've talked about the the hotel that we stayed in down in Louisiana with that lock yeah. and stuff like that but it's just like it's too hard to ignore like it's easy for somebody else to hear the story or you know to hear somebody else's story and be like yeah whatever you know but when when things happen to you directly it it's it opens no, it opens your mind a little bit. Not that I was ever closed off to the possibilities, just always been a little reserved. Not as reserved as like say our tech tech guy, who the proof has to be right there.
0: Nick's the same way,
1: and, and which is great. Nothing wrong with people like that. You know, they they question and make you think and make you like prove it, and like they have a very rational mind. Which is good. I'm not saying anything bad about that. You know, I still try to be rational, but I try to be open to the possibilities.
0: I feel that. I feel like it's... I feel like I'm a little bit more open to it, but... Speaking from, like, certain experiences that I've had, and I think it's just just one of those things where... I don't know. Because if I think about it like this, it's very, very... I don't want to use the word, what am I trying to say? It's very, very close-minded of me to think that, for one, we're the only people out there in the universe, like, we're the only form of life that is like this in the entire universe and all the galaxies and shit like that. Right, yeah. Which goes back to, it's very small-minded of me to think that there couldn't be some form of a soul or entity or are just remnants of, of something else so I I don't know yeah I,
1: I, I would agree with that um, and even though I am not religious you know like I don't I don't believe in God I don't I, I, I don't I um, if you do great on you i don't i'm not gonna knock your religion that that's you know for for any of you listening and stuff or watching i'm not gonna knock your religion it that is your choice it's just not for you just like it's my choice not to believe and not to buy into it um because to me and i could be wrong and sometimes you know more often than not (laughs) misinformation happens uh, my understanding of like, say, the Bible per se is that it's not the original version. Like, yeah. that because you got like the King James version and stuff and the different versions of it. And I, I my understanding is that uh, through the years, these kings long from long ago would get the Bible and they would like add we their get- own stories to it or they would take ones out that they didn't like. And so it's just a to me, it's just a fictional book, just like any other fictional That you would go to the yeah. and get, yeah. Exactly. I can agree with that. Um, it, it, do I, I... I don't believe that there's this higher power, this entity that stands over us that has a grand plan for us all.
0: No, I... I, I don't buy that. I, I can agree with that. See, the one thing that I... Um, that Nick and I have talked about is... That I started believing more and more on, and I've I've also said it like when I'm streaming and stuff like that. When people have asked me about it, is that do you know what the phrase agnostic means?
1: No, I I honestly don't. Couldn't say that I
0: know 100% what that means. So what agnosticism is, or being agnostic, is basically you don't believe in God, you don't believe in a higher power, but you believe you. Could be wrong
1: okay, okay so
0: so and that's that's how I put it like I, I don't believe in religion I don't want religion I don't I, I don't need it and but but I will respect it mm-hmm. and for friends peers yeah uh, you know people that people that I know and just like I, I can if they can have an adult conversation about it and they can ask me why instead of like and
1: not try being to a, push it on you.
0: Yeah, like being being a overly like push pushing kind right, of right. kind of attitude towards it. Then then I can have a conversation about it, but otherwise like am eh, just it's just not a conversation I like to get into because people get heated too fast. They
1: they really do. And it's funny though because they will question your belief in aliens and Bigfoot and ghosts. To, to a degree, ghosts and stuff like that. They w- they will question that, question your belief in cryptids and all that. But they wholeheartedly, without a shadow of a doubt, believe in this higher power, this entity, this god.
0: Exactly. That's... And I'm like,
1: I'm like, how? Co- I'm like, you wholeheartedly, be- without a doubt, none of doubt in your mind, you believe that this entity is real. You have never seen him. You have never. There's no proof. There's no physical evidence of this being up in the clouds looking down on us. But you're gonna knock me for believing the cryptids and everything. That's, that's like, fair. It's... I've never seen one that I know of. But I, you know, but I do believe in them. I believe they are out there. I think it's small-minded of us, like you said, to believe that there aren't these things out there. The world is a big, vast place. Anything's Universe possible. Universe
0: is a big, vast place too. Right,
1: but even if you just look at just our, just our planet, like
0: yeah, that's true. And
1: so it's that's something that's always bothered me is how a lot of these religious people will like make shun you or make fun of you or whatever for not believing these things when they believe in an entity that. Kind of the same way
0: no yeah. i i i can understand that and see like one thing that really has kind of gotten me and and kind of a little tripped me up over the years is that i've had people tell me well do you believe in like demonic like demons and stuff like that and i'm like well i mean yes you know questioning it a little bit and they're like well you know, there can't be demons without angels, and there can't be angels without God. And that's that's where I'm just like, how about I, I believe in negative energy?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was just going to say. So, there, yeah, there's always been that saying out there that you can't have one without the other. You can't have good without evil. You can't have God without Satan. Like, can have
0: peanut butter without jelly. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, but, <laughs> I mean, maybe you can't. Maybe you can have the one, you can have demonic entities and demonic possession without having this higher power, this god.
0: Technically- Or whatever
1: entity it is you believe in.
0: So technically, let's just hypothetically here. Wouldn't angels technically be a cryptid? Technically?
1: I would say technically, they would probably fall under that category.
0: So so if people
1: really wanted to place them in a different category outside of religion, then yeah, I would probably say they would fall under a cryptid.
0: See, and that that's what's really so, interesting. And so I mean sometimes religion and cryptids kind of go hand in hand. They do. A little bit. Kind of like where my story's gonna be taking place.
1: Nice, nice.
0: I love that little segue. That <laughs> kind of it. it this one's gonna be a little interesting. These are, first, I have a description of what's going on, and then second, I have a few different short, brief stories descriptions and stories. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Of interactions. So, would you would you like me to?
1: Yeah, I I think that was a perfect segue to get right into your stories. So, um, let's
0: do it. So, has anybody ever heard of a jin? Me, 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 I have. I've heard of one. Yep, yep. Well, if you haven't, what's a jinn, you ask? They show up in pop culture every so often. The jinn, or genie, that you probably know best, the genie from Aladdin. jins feature prominently in Islamic mythology. What's interesting about the genre is that jinns are actually based on Islamic literature and theology. And they're mentioned many times in the Quran. Basically, if you believe in Islam, a belief in jinns tags along whether you want it to or not. Kind of like your kid sister that follows you everywhere. For many Muslims, such as this person, this lends the concept of jinns a legitimacy that your average ghost story doesn't have. The understanding is that jinns are the only creature created by God that have free will other than human beings. Because they have free will, jinns can be evil or good, or anything in between, just like humans. Across the Muslim world, jinn stories are told like old folk tales. Everyone and their uncle has a story about some kind of a jinn interaction. I tried asking my mom if she remembered any from when she was a kid. And she said that the stories she heard ranged a ton. There could be uh, kind of funny or really scary. She said a lot of them were about things being moved around, and some were just meant to teach kids lessons. So, story number one. One time, my mother-in-law was sitting in her bed. She looked over and saw a woman sitting in the chair next to her bed. A long, po- with long, pointy fingers and a face with very sharp angles. She was so frustrated and annoyed with the djins, they see a lot in their house and they're no longer afraid, just really annoyed by them, that she reached out and grabbed the djinn by its wrists. She yelled, get out, I'm tired of you, get out. It started to try to pull its wrists away and eventually tried to bite her hand because she wouldn't let go. She pulled her hand away before it bit her and then the jinn vanished. So the second one I have is So apparently in Saudi, my aunt lived in a house that was always being visited by a particular jinn who used who used to annoy her family. Once she was laying in bed at night with her husband, she felt that something was off and when she left the room she found her husband watching TV on the couch. When they went back to the bedroom to confront the jinn, it just laughed and went away. Number three, my great-uncle went to visit his cousins in India. His cousins told him that since it was summertime, they would all sleep in the courtyard together. However, they told him he wasn't allowed to place his bedding in a particular corner. Apparently, a gin slept there, and strange things happen if anyone disturbs that corner. My My great-uncle said it was nonsense and decided to sleep there anyway. One night... He woke up on the other side of the court. He laughed at first and thought it was his cousins who were pranking him and decided to sleep there again. The following night the same thing happened. So he left a note next to his fellow saying, stop pranking me, I know there is no gin. That night he said he was pushed off his bed and his bedding was thrown on the other side. A note was thrown into his lap which said, I sleep here. The scary part is it wasn't dark and there was no one there. There was a man, uh, number four, there was a man who went to his village in Majid to pray fajr every morning. I'm really sorry if I'm botching the fuck out of these. Uh, The Majid is on a dirt road and the front door leads directly into the prayer area. One morning when he went to pray, he found, uh, he find no one else there. So prayed by himself at the front of the room While he was praying, he undoubtedly felt a presence behind him, as if there were people standing behind him. Furthermore, he felt as if there were a bright light shining behind him. After his prayer, he quickly turned around to find that the room was empty, and just as he entered it, the same day he ran into a a friend of his who was like, hey, I saw that there was a huge turnout at Fajir today. I walked by the Majid, and through the front door I could see rows and rows of men all dressed in white. Number five, when I was little in Sudan my family had a farm and it was a special place to me but this farm, wonderful as it was, was terrifying at night. That might have been something to do with the fact that the farm is between the Nile and a graveyard. And one day, as we were pulling up to the farm, I saw a fire that was the size of a person. That is to say, a fire that was exactly the size of a human being from far away in the farmhouse. Casually, I watched this fire take a few steps to the left while nothing else caught on fire and then vanish. You might say I had an overac- overactive imagination as a 10-year-old. I would say that you are incorrect because I remember it Incredibly vividly, vid- vividly eh. I told my mom, I told my dad, and one of them casually mentioned that I might have seen a djinn. Number six, when I started writing about djinns, I would have those very, these very interesting, vivid, imaginary encounters with djinns. I was about to move to Egypt, and I had this small room in which I had a large desk, too large for the room, and a bed. And in order to get into the bed, I had to push the desk chair all the way under the desk because there wasn't enough room for me to get in and out otherwise. So one night I had gone to sleep and I sort of half woke because I thought I had heard somebody clearing their throat or moving or something. And there in my desk staring at me was this guy, this man, which, with long scraggly hair and these extremely intense eyes. And he was just looking looking and I sat straight up in bed and screamed as one might naturally you know how the story ends there was nothing there of course the interesting thing and the reason why this struck me in a way that most dreams I had as a kid did not was because that chair that I had to push all the way under the desk in order to get into bed had been pulled out and it was facing the bed number seven Six years ago we moved houses and everything was fine until we stupidly got the Ouija board. We asked it some questions and it it somehow came up with a phone number. We called the phone number and I don't remember what the name was but the name the board gave us matched the person. So we hung up and then a few days later my mom heard a voice calling her name from downstairs. She thought it was my dad so she went downstairs but it was a white sheep. So we called an imam and we thought that got rid of it, but it didn't. It kept happening to all of us. We kept hearing our names coming from downstairs even though there was no one downstairs. And so we moved. (laughs) Number eight, there's this house in Lahore that belongs to my extended family. All four brothers that live there with their wives and families, all four of them died under the, under mysterious circumstances, and they all died very young. So the house was just inhabited by four widows and their kids, who are my cousins, who I hung out with growing up. It seemed like time and space just didn't work the same in this house as they do in the outside world. There was an upstairs section to the house, and my aunt was always telling us not to go up there. But we were kids, and we just wanted to like have another playing area so we went up and the furniture was all facing in the wrong directions like not set up properly and haphazardly placed so we rearranged the furniture and set it up so it could be like a lounge but the next day we went up there and the furniture was set up in the exact same way as it was before we moved it we asked everyone in the house if they had gone up there if they had moved the furniture and no one had done it so I mean, in conclusion, the only thing you can really say is that that house had some gins living in there. And that's, that's all the stories I have. Wow.
1: Um, God, just weird. Cause they weren't like doing anything evil per se
0: they were just kind of tricksters yeah yeah
1: yeah so so that 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 is very interesting um the furniture
0: thing that i feel like uh, that freaked uh, me the out yeah yeah yeah.
1: definitely for sure um i think in my mind what i would do is i would put the furniture back the way i had it yeah you know rearrange it again and I would have cameras in there and just see what
0: happens. <laughs> you, you know? I mean,
1: because really, ahead. that's the only way you're going to find out. For no, sure. That's true. I mean, but that's just like my mind. That's where I, I
0: fall under. I would record it. You know. Set up some CTV fucking cctv mm. cameras and then fucking call it good maybe a
1: couple regular ones that that have night vision in them or whatever and then maybe a thermal image camera
0: yeah we do thermal and like those fucking cool like you know motion capture cameras yeah where it's like it shows like a stick person oh person. yeah yeah like the xbox yep. pretty much mm-hmm. yeah yep yep I stuff that'd like be cool. that because
1: i would want to know i would definitely definitely want to know what is happening like because wouldn't that be some shit if you did that and this whole time your family for gen- say you've been there for generations your family has this house has been handed down to generations and everybody that's lived in that house for those generations has a story of some kind about chairs moving or furniture being rearranged or whatever right yeah and you you secretly go in, and you don't tell anybody else in your house you do it. You like just like send them shopping or whatever for the day, and you first you have them help you do rearrange the furniture, of course. Be like, no, I really like the furniture this way. Like, well, come on, um, and then be like, okay, well, um, we need stuff for dinner or whatever, and then just like send the rest of the family away, and you secretively set up all these cameras. Yeah, where nobody knows that they're there and stuff, right? And then your family comes back, dinner, whatever. Everybody goes to bed. Next morning, you wake up. The furniture's moved. You're like, "Fuck yeah!" You go to the cameras, <laughs> right? What happens if, say, you do that, and in the cameras you see this fucking lanky motherfucker come pop out of like the fucking AC vents out of the wall, uh. like he just pops out, and he's like, "What the?" fuck, and he moves everything back, you know, and then he gets back in the vent and he leaves. Fuck
0: your shit! I mean,
1: (laughs) now you got a whole different problem. It's like this whole time, your family and you were brought up to believe it was a jin or ghost or whatever, and come to find out it's a real fucking person (laughs) who him and his family, for the same generations, have lived in the fucking walls and in the attic.
0: Oh, fuck that. I'd be be moving real quick. You know, I mean,
1: that would that would just like take everybody's belief system and throw it out the fucking window. You see that?
0: I'll be uh you know? I'll be going real quick.
1: I'd be like, alright fucker. See so, how you like it hot. You're like
0: beach,
1: a little match, some gas, a little barbecue going on. <laughs> hey
0: someone invite Hannibal. We're having a barbecue. Yeah, that's
1: you know. Up. But uh, the desk chair thing that was that was interesting you know the fact that he had to push it in to the desk and then he woke up and it was pulled out and turned around like
0: he just got sh- fucking short term memory and he hey. forgot he paid some dude to fucking oh. watch him sleep yeah, that, maybe
1: maybe yeah yeah forgot his parents paid somebody to do a sleep study on him
0: <laughs> just rubbing a knife <clears throat> on him just like like that, that episode <laughs> from Family Guy where uh-huh. Brian's like how much does he pay you about five grand a week. <laughs> like, what? Right. Um,
1: yeah, that, that's that's very interesting. Um, speaking of weird shit that happens, I had a weird thing happen to me actually the other day. Um, I went out to our property, and we got a couple vehicles stored out there, and a couple other things. You know, we plan on eventually building and moving out there and selling this house. Um, I get there, roll up, I put the truck in park, grab my things, I'm taking pictures of a Jeep that we're selling. Um, I go around, like, you know, I spray for, for wasps and everything before I get too close, I'm really cautious, do my thing, get pictures of the Jeep and everything, and I'm walking back to my truck, which is only parked, like, 20 feet away, maybe. Okay. If that. As I'm walking back to my truck, it starts rolling. But like now, mind you, yeah. Now, mind you, the whole time, like, it had been like 10, 15 minutes of me to, walking around, you know, spraying for wasps, moving weeds out of my way, taking pictures and stuff, right? Yeah. I even tried starting the Jeep at one time. The battery's too dead for that to happen. But, you know, so I did all of that kind of stuff and before I walked back to the truck. And it, yeah, it just started rolling.
0: Fuck, you got somebody after And
1: you. I actually had to run, like, run after it, open the door, hop in to get it stopped before it just kept going, like. And when I did and I got it in and I just got it stopped, it was in drive.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. Now, I know a lot of people are gonna say, well, you probably left it in drive, you forgot. Why would it take that long for it to start rolling? <laughs> like, like I have legitimately, I'm not gonna lie, I have done that before where I like get somewhere, in drive, especially out at the property off. or whatever. I get in there and I just like leave it running. I, use, you know, especially at the property, if I'm hopping out real quick or whatever, I'll leave the vehicle running. But I've done that before where I've left it in drive and I let my foot off the brake and I'm like part way out the door and it's rolling. And I'm like, oh crap, oops. You know, I have done that. Shit happens, you know. Um,
0: so. You think it just I took don't, too long? I,
1: I, 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 it's weird that it took that long for it to start rolling,
0: you know. Yeah.
1: Especially since I get there, put the truck in park. In, in my mind, I put it in, in park. Yeah. And I did sit in the truck for a minute with my foot off the brake and everything, like just like gathering, because my phone was almost dead so I had battery pack. So I was like grabbing that and I was taking a drink and like answering some messages before I hopped out. And then then I hopped back in the truck at one point to get the um, the wasp spray and stuff. And grab a drink and then back out, you know, so I, it's really weird.
0: You got I mean. a fucking ghost.
1: And so, you know, like I said, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna say, well, you just thought you put it in park and It was a drive the whole time, and it just took that long. But you would think if it took that long, the, after I got into the truck that, that one time for a drink and stuff and the wasp spray, that that motion would have possibly caused it to start rolling then. You
0: would think so, but. So it was really weird. That is weird, weird. Weird, scary
1: to be chasing after my truck like that. Yeah, no shit. And trying like, having
0: one foot on the,
1: um... On the brake? No, on the, um... Sidesteps. And the other foot just kind of, like, skipping on the ground, trying to get enough momentum to pull myself up into it while it's moving. And and it's not like it's going down the road where it's smooth. This is a field.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What a fucking trip. It scary shit. Goddamn.
1: Like I said, that the story of the furniture and stuff moving reminded me of that. And I was like, God, it was you like, know. Fucking, it's just so weird. You got a gin. Well, maybe start granting me some fucking wishes.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Like some more s- listeners and uh, people subscribing to our YouTube channel. That would be fucking awesome.
0: That would be, that'd be great if you Munch haven't already. In, make make sure. that happen. <laughs> I wish we had more <laughs> subscribers on YouTube.
1: Right. Um, so I've got two stories. Perfect. Um, two wildly different stories. Um,
0: I will drop my shit.
1: This one has like two parts to it. Like. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Alright, so we're going, as, as I said, we're in Florida, um, we're going to be talking about Bloody Bucket Road. Bloody Bucket Road isn't the real name of this sinister road in Wachula, But that's what everybody calls it because of allegations of what happened there many years ago. There's also a bridge called Bloody Bloody Bucket Road or Bloody Bucket Bridge that is connected to the story of this road. But whether or not any of the legend is factual or fictional is hard to determine. This paved road runs south of Main Street in Wachua and in the daytime doesn't really look all that threatening, but drive further down this road and cross the bridge and other thing and things start looking a little different, at least in the moonlight. If you keep going, you will eventually come out on route 64 that runs between Zolfo Springs and Avon Park. The road was once a dirt road Called Reinhardt or Reinhardt uh, Pass Road and is said to be a hundred years old which is a fact since it can be found on pre-1900 old maps. Now you have the facts but the rest of the story comes from locals who profess to have some, no- some knowledge about how the road got its creepy name. Many years ago an ex-slave woman who came down from Georgia with her husband and settled in Wachula. She served as the midwife for the community and allegedly had delivered several hundred babies. Being concerned that some families already had too many children to feed, the woman decided to help out by eliminating a few right after birth. She would smother the babies and take them down to the bridge and bury them in the woods along the river people became suspicious after so many babies had died while being delivered by her some said that she was deranged because she could not have any children of her own or that her children had been taken from her while she was still a slave after people refused to allow her to deliver any more babies the woman went crazy. Then the souls of the babies came back to haunt her. It is claimed that she could sit beside a bucket and it would fill up with the blood of all the infants she had killed. She would empty the bucket and it would fill with blood yet again. She wore herself out carrying the blood filled buckets to the bridge where she would empty them into the river. One day while emptying the bloody bucket into the water the old woman fell in and drowned. For several years following her demise the river ran red with blood. That is how the bridge became Bloody Bucket Bridge and I suppose the name carried over to the road. How much of the story is true is hard to determine however there is some evidence that it might have been promoted in a Halloween story by an amateur writer in Wachulu. Whether the writer made up the story or used an existing yarn is not known, but it certainly created momentum for a legend. The Bloody Bucket Bridge um, if you go there at certain times and look at the river water it will look red like blood. This happens only when the moon is full and if you have and you have to go there at night because at daytime you can't see it these people went there just to see if it was true yes the water did look red they shined a flashlight down on the water and it was as red as blood the one girl her friend said it was because of the acid from the tree roots that grew along the river, but I don't think so. It is much too red for that. There is a story about people pouring blood into the river, but I don't know if it was human, cow, or some other. uh, Cries from the Blood Bucket Woods on Halloween night, 2003. We parked near the canoe launching place by the bridge and walked down that road called Bloody Bucket. After hearing about the legend, we just wanted to see if we could see anything. I was with my friend and two other people. It was really a scary place and I don't advise anybody with the faint of heart to go down there at night. There are sounds that come out of the woods by the river that sound like children crying. There's a story that a woman killed her babies and buried them in the woods right where we heard the sounds. We stood very still and tried to listen to the sounds to see if we could make them out. One of the guys said it could be birds roosting in the trees, but the rest of us were skeptical. We didn't think so. It sounded too much like crying. As we, as we were standing there, something ran out of the woods and crossed the road scared the shit out of us. We literally ran back to the car and got out of there. There's something really strange on that road.
0: You should go check it out for yourself. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. I just was, I was, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to laugh earlier. No, 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 beginning. yeah, I was laughing as I was reading it, too. Just, like, like the whole, like,
1: oh, what the fuck,
0: seriously. Like, finally, after, you know, <laughs> like, they, then they said, okay, eh, you know, weird shit's going on, maybe we shouldn't let her deliver babies anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. how many babies does it take for people to be like, eh, something well, ain't it's right? Not
1: like the other people in the room don't see that the baby's fucking alive. Like. Does she say, "Oh, well, I took it away to you know clean it up and stuff"? And while well, I cleaned it up, it fucking what
0: does she fucking ever? Scissor like, hands, <laughs> like cleaning it with her fucking scissor fingers, just shup, like, shup, shup. like, yeah. oh, I will take care of this precious little angel I, that you just, guys. Are. It's so weird. Um, it's dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, the fact that you know it's a good legend, and other people go there and hear like the babies crying. and And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, they said that something ran out across the road.
0: Maybe. Flooding the the scene.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just somebody who's like, I heard these kids were going to be out here. I want to really, like, scare the shit out of them. You know, or could be some cryptid or even just the, the entity of this woman that's left behind. Ooh,
0: let me take care of your babies.
1: Right? I mean, so it, it's it's interesting. There were some comical parts, definitely. But all in all, intriguing, especially in that last part of it where some they heard babies crying. And, and it was nice that there was definitely a skeptical in that group, obviously. Because he was like, yeah, it's probably just birds, you know, trying to rationalize it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Which is nice, um, because a lot of times, and uh, we've talked about this before, people go out ghost hunting or whatever, and one person will say, Hey, did you hear this? Or, did you just hear that? And somebody else will, yeah, yeah. You know, it's that power of suggestion that causes it. And that's why a lot of times, like I like we've talked about, is if we when we go ghost hunting, and we will... That that's going to be a rule, that we do not bring that up Yeah. right then and there. Maybe later we can talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it right then and there because I don't want um, that power of suggestion. That's you know, fair. It'd be one thing if we are both, like, staring at the chair over there and we both saw the chair move at the same fucking time. Like, if something's moving like that, then, yeah, I would be like... Can't
0: talk about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, agreeing that the visual agreement between us happening. Um, and then we would
0: GTFO. Fuck that. i go sit in the chair.
1: What would you do? Just, that's just it. Like, to the next room. I want to see what's in the next fucking room. Okay, well, fair, 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 fair. I'm but not you... saying fucking get... Go go! Video I mean, get the fuck out of that room. Go see if, if chairs and shit are moving in that room. I want to see what the next room holds. Maybe there's a whole fucking circus act going on in there.
0: Uh, you know, juggling dip.
1: But I mean, yeah, the the power of suggestion is a thing, you know. And a lot of people, you know, some people tried not to agree with that, but it is a real thing, and that's why there actually is a lot of like high tech scientific equipment meant for capturing sounds and stuff. But in my mind, you know, a lot of times people will be like, hey, did you, did you just hear that? And then somebody else would be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would just like, I don't know, play off each other. That's so fair. I, it's weird. It is weird. So, and I, I feel like that last story that could possibly be what it was is that it's nighttime, obviously, dark. Maybe it was a big, like, Crow or or owl or something that flew across the road, and yeah, when the it weeks, happened, is pretty huge. You know, it was far enough away that they couldn't tell that it was an owl or a bird, but close enough that it, it was big, and maybe that's what it was. And in their minds, they're already freaked out, obviously. Yeah, they um,
0: kind of in their minds. Themselves.
1: It just went to like somebody running across the road. I could see that, you know, and. And that power of suggestion, again, between everybody. He's like, did you see that person running across the road? Yeah, I saw that person. Like, you know, and then all of a sudden your mind, like, makes that shift. And all of a sudden your memories, when you're looking back or whatever, you remember it as somebody walking across the road or running sprinting.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, 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 can, I can definitely see that, honestly. Because our minds do play tricks. weird
1: tricks on us sometimes and change some of the facts because... It can't quite connect the dots, and so it like implants an implant. In your hand. Yeah. Kind of thing. So. That's fair. Um, you ready to go back to a, uh, a cemetery? I am. Have some fun in a cemetery? Uh, yes. So we're going to be talking about Tallahassee's Witch Grave. A century-old legend surrounds a curious tomb in Tallahassee's Old City Cemetery. As I entered the iron gates of the cemetery, my attention was captured by an ornate towering obelisk marking a curious tomb. It's easy to get the feeling that this, is un- this unusual grave ma- magnetically beckons visitors to come closer. This is the most visited grave in the entire cemetery mainly due to a legend about how it's the final resting place for a witch named Bessie. Bessie is actually the nickname for Elizabeth Bud Graham who was only 23 when she died in 1889 leaving behind a husband and two small children. She was laid to rest in one of Tallahassee's most elaborate tombs, surrounded by a stone wall, large granite vases, a huge monument adorned with sculptured feathers, ivy, and a cross inside of a crown. There is no doubt this was a most expensive grave for 1889. Considering that wooden makers were still common for that time period, historians are not sure why Bessie rated such a fancy funeral funeral place, burial place or who paid for it. Although there's a traditional a traditional yarn about how she bewitched a wealthy man into marrying her and he wanted to commemorate her with the most elaborate stone in the cemetery. The legend about Bessie being a witch is built around a number of odd things about her grave. To begin with, Bessie was born in October, the month of Halloween. And her grave is the only one in the cemetery that faces west, which some say is contrary to Christian's burial customs. But it's strange. But it's the strange epitaph chiseled into Bessie's tomb that has stirred imaginations and caused folks to conjure up a dark meaning. You'll probably recognize the passage from The mysterious Edgar Allan Poe's Lenore It reads Ah, broken is the golden bowl The spirit flown forever What the bell toll A saintly soul floats on the stagnant river Come let the burial rite be read The funeral song be sung An anthem for the queenless dead That died so young a dirge for her doubly dead in that she died so yeah legend believers have translated a variety of witch evidence from the weird epitaph some equate this first line broken as the bowl," to driving a stake into a vampire the lines the spirit flown forever and a saintly soul floats on the stagnant river were said to mean that a witch's spirit cannot cross the river of death and is trapped between life and death. According to practitioners of witchcraft who often visit the grave, the stagnant river is the Styx river of Greek mythology where souls of the dead were carried across the river Styx to the lower world. Others refer to the queenless dead as meaning she was the queen of the dead and that the words doubly dead meaning a witch must be killed twice in spite of all the sinister allegations my research found no evil in Bessie's life maybe that's why most people will tell you that she was a good witch it's more likely that she wasn't a witch at all however one thing is for certain the strangeness surrounding her burial place has spawned a legend larger than life. And whether fact or fiction has kept the spirit of Elizabeth Bessie Bud Graham alive for more than 100 years. What do you think? I think that was pretty kick-ass. You know, I mean, it, it, it wasn't like definite um, haunting or witchcraft going on or nothing. Just a local urban
0: legend. And... <laughs> they just... Uh... The name kind of throws me off, though. Bessie. Bessie the ghost. Old Bessie. Old Bessie, Bessie. the witch. Old Bessie. Get, yeah, girl. Get. Yeah. What reminds me of... But,
1: you know, it's it's interesting. And the fact that, you know, how elaborate her tomb is compared to everybody else, everybody else in that same cemetery. Um, it does beckon to questions like why why so elaborate why so crazy you know if her husband that she left behind was as wealthy as they're saying maybe he was really sad and he just wanted to honor her and in a big elaborate way in an elaborate way and show his love yeah that could be true you know i mean just really but the wealthy. fact that him and his kids are buried there is kind of weird you know, usually when that something like that happens, it becomes like, like a, a family a family crypt. tomb. Yeah, and sometimes maybe even the kids aren't buried there, but sometimes at least the husband or spouse is buried is with buried with them. Significant
0: other, yeah, yeah. Usually, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> just, um, maybe it was just bad luck. Maybe Bessie just didn't have enough room.
1: You know, and and maybe maybe the tomb maybe you went with an elaborate tomb as to hopefully appease her. So she would not come back and haunt him. Maybe she was a witch, and this was his way of like being released from her prison, basically. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's it, maybe he built it as a prison to hold her in. Yeah, that's kind of a thought. You know, it, it's very interesting to think.
0: That's a lot to think about, honestly.
1: And you know, that's why I like these stories. They, they, they weren't like jump scare they weren't like super scary they weren't yeah one way or another they just kind of make you think a little and ponder fucking messy <laughs> you know um especially the the witch like it really makes you wonder like was she a witch now, a lot was of people back
0: in the day though i mean like the witch hunts and shit oh, like yeah, that
1: yeah the witch trials Mm-hmm. that's a that's a throwback to uh like season 1 f-
0: fucking second or third episode or some shit yeah god damn
1: it's been a while it has been a while might have to do a recap of some witches or
0: something fucked up shit back in the day honestly but, but, but yeah. yeah
1: so so many so many of them were believed to be witches and died murdered
0: she can read she's a witch and...
1: right right yeah my hand was cut open and she stitched it clothes Witchcraft. <laughs>
0: Fuck, you know, it, it just, she did her got... voodoo on me. She, oh, she's chained up. She's sinking. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of shit always threw me off. Like yeah, the, the their their trials of
1: proving that somebody's a witch or not a witch. Like, dude, you're just killing people. Like you really are. They're the big. One of the biggest murder sprees.
0: That was our system back in the day, though.
1: I'm glad that that's not our system now. Yeah, I mean, no. our system's so fucked up and flawed, and there's a lot of issues with it. But I'm glad that it's not that easy anymore to just be like, cheat, cheat, cheat.
0: Witchcraft.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, smoke come, came out of his mouth. Fucking witch. fuck. God damn it, kill him. God damn kill it. Him.
0: That's witchcraft. No, it's not. I'm you a dragon. What? I mean, <laughs> it's just <laughs> different.
1: I'm glad that we. Like came so far, and beyond that. Our judicial, how do you say that? Judicial. Yeah. Well, in our understanding of like medicine, you know, a lot of it was they were practicing medicine, herbology, herbal medicine. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's crazy that that the herbal medicine back then, a lot of times was contributed to witchcraft or even having. A black cat as a pet it was considered to be no a familiar, kid. and it's just so, so fucked up. Yeah, so be weird. like,
0: I, I'd have a black cat being like, Now, no Kenneth, that's my voodoo doll. Now, kidding, that's my voodoo doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, that is. Stop and think about little tidbit places like that. Old Bessie the Witch, that bitch. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, going forward, I'm going to be digging in each state and looking at urban legends and cryptids and just... What's the next state? Uh, the next state is probably going to be Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia. My so stupid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. You had to know that was coming. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. That's a fair one. Um, yeah, Georgia and then Alabama. Alabama because like I said I'm starting down in one spot and then I'm kind of
0: do some inbred stories going
1: on up you know and around and so we'll hit state by state I know um, we don't generally do 50 episodes in a season so it might carry over into the next season so on and so forth but I will hit all 50 states some of them we already have like I know in Season one or two, we covered Louisiana. We talked about the Rougarou and some of the other cryptids in Louisiana. And I think we had some myths too that we we hit up too. Um, And we've also covered Texas with the Goatman Bridge and the Donkey Lady Bridge. That's true. Um, So those states I will probably skip. Okay. Ones that we've already covered, like. If we dedicated a whole episode to one state, state already in the past, I'm gonna skip it. Um, Understandable, because we've already there's so much other. I mean, I know like Texas and Louisiana. I know they have more than what we touched on, and we'll and I'll come back to them
0: eventually. But for right now, you're. But for right now, up. I'm just gonna
1: skip i wouldn't take care of the rest of the states and, no
0: i don't blame you there you know
1: keep it fresh you know i mean because certain states are well known for their cryptid would be bigfoot and other states are well known for aliens you know so it's gonna be a mix and it's gonna be fun that is gonna be fun i think that's a great idea honestly you know and while i'm sticking to the states and state by
0: state um you're gonna be traveling to so. try um, well do you have anything else um, oh
1: I uh, just remembered um, start watching this new show I'm one episode in start to see trend I know <laughs> um, it's called um,
0: Is it the umbrella
1: Academy no 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 yeah yeah uh, yeah that that too um, the David, I want to get the name right, so give me just a second here. Giving you a second. One. The unexplained. Fuck. You got it. <laughs> the unexplained. Um, the unexplained. Um. It's on Hulu. Hulu? No, Netflix. 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 It's on. Ha- it's on Netflix. It. It's. It's from 2019. There's only one season. Um it's hosted by William Shatner Um, he narrates it the whole episode I mean it's not just him talking there's other people talking too but and they just talk about different unexplained things like the first one I watched was about evil places okay so like the forest in Japan they talked about that one Um, I know that we've also talked about that on this show on our Suicide podcast Forest, before, and, yeah. Know. So they talked about that. And they went into some detail. A lot of stuff I already knew because you know we, we covered already, it. Covered, um, yeah. But then there was a few other places around the world. There was an amusement park um, where several kids were killed, um, and they went into depth about why why they were killed. What happened was this guy was delivering delivery drivers delivering stuff to one of the booths in the amusement park or whatever and he was leaving he was in a hurry and he was leaving and so he just hopped in put his part truck in drive and just went and accidentally ran over several kids
0: god damn
1: yeah um there was quite a few other places that covered that's pretty cool. Um, so, really cool show. Um, I, I can't wait to get into the next one. And one of the episodes talks about Mothman and how that all went and stuff. So That's Really cool sick. stuff.
0: I'll have to check that out. I don't think I have anything that I've seen or, or watched or anything lately. No? No, pretty much just... I, I just keep them busy. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. I get that. But, yeah.
1: So, um, if you got nothing else and i got nothing else, do, 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 do you have anything? But about you? Do you? Do you have anything for us? do you, you, know. got, you got a story to tell us? Do you? Oh, You, want,
0: you want to share? Oh, hold up. I think well, I got something right here. I got something. Well, you should, you should. share. Here it is! <laughs> no. You should share here. your
1: stories with us in Urban Legends. And, yeah, myths be... and cryptids, and just alien stories whatever your story is you think it'd be a great fit for a podcast horror related no matter what it is as we can tell as you can tell from today it doesn't have to be super scary it's just gotta be unnerving or an urban legend or just different something that makes you think that fits into the realm comment. Of, fear, of fearful thoughts comment like subscribe comment follow us see what's happening share your stories send them to us we will read them hell yeah you can put your name on it leave your name off however whatever i'll fill it i'll fill it so until next time see you all